0: Hey, welcome back everybody for another episode of Real Estate Life. I'm Rob Edgerly with Main Life Real Estate and eXp Realty. And I'm joined today by a powerhouse in the industry. Um, I'm really excited for our time together. Uh, She has, she's leading a huge team. She's from Florida. She's part of eXp. She's a team builder and uh, we're going to get into so many more things. I'm pleased to welcome Veronica Figueroa.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Thanks for being here, Veronica. We appreciate it. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be really excited to listen to this uh, episode. Uh, so you're, I know you're going to make me look good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I'll try. I'll do my best. No, no, no. I hope that they find value.
0: I'm sure they will. So how long have you been a, a real estate agent?
1: Um, so I've been licensed since the, I always tell this is a lot more interesting, the day after 9-11, right? So since wow. 2001. Um, but that day obviously was so devastating. And, um, I was like, that's it. I'm never going to be a real estate agent, even though I got my license and, um, I didn't do much with it the first few years, uh, until, um, a life-changing event happened for me. Uh, so in 2001, the day after 9-11, I got my real estate license. So I'm coming up on my 20th year license, um, and 17 of it full-time
0: practicing. Awesome. And so you run, um, Tell us a little about your business. You run a team down in Orlando.
1: Yes. I run a large team, what we call a mega team in Orlando, Florida. Um, we consist of right around, together with staff, uh, close, to, close to 75, 78 people on the team um and actually closer to 80 um uh-huh. on the team and you know just excited for all the opportunities that we have and to date we've outperformed some numbers that are pretty impressive i think i was sharing that with you earlier last year we sold 792 homes with a roster that was probably half that size so this year we're on track to do well over
0: 1200 homes wow that's amazing, and that's, uh, it's, it's hard to fathom for some of us in different markets. Along with that many people, I'm sure there come many challenges. And yeah. I know we were, we were booking you for this. The, um, one of your topics you talk about is you know, you're the queen of teams.
1: <laughs> well, someone gave me that name, and I'm like, I guess I'll run with that. But like, right. <laughs> I'm probably the queen of making mistakes. And teams. And that's probably why that's come up because I'm not afraid to share. And I'm really honest and open about our growth, about our challenges, um, about running a business, about being a woman in leadership. Um, so it's just a lot. And yeah, I'm, not, I'm if I am the queen, it's the queen of making the mistakes and learning a lot along the way to help me now be in the position that I'm in to now serve an amazing team, a local team. And then also as we expand across the country with our network of exp you know we have uh you know what we call the modern team now we have almost 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 1500 partners across the country too
0: wow that's amazing so are you um along with running a big team as you said many failures i've i've, I've experienced that with a lot of failures with just a you know a few people here so yes. with 80 people what are some of the um let's get vulnerable here what are some of the? mistakes that have come up, a couple that are, make you think, wow, I wish I had known that beforehand. Yeah. You
1: know, there's so many, there's so (laughs) many mistakes that I've made, um, from, you know, leadership to hiring, to compensation, to making decisions, emotional decisions based on an individual versus the overall business. Um, you know, whether branding mistakes, you know, business decisions and how I handled maybe mistakes, There's so many. Um, I think one that I could say to anyone who's listening that might just be beginning, right? It's like hiring the wrong people. Like, you know, we sometimes hire people just to put a bandaid and, you know that comes with a very hefty price. And also not planning to be prepared for some of the things that can happen. You know, like a tight team agreement or an employment agreement or thinking about all the things that could go wrong. And then when something does go wrong this is the biggest lesson I've gotten. When something does go wrong, not owning up to it and what your role was so that you could learn from it and grow from it and improve the process. So like an agent leaves you, right? Well, maybe you could have handled that discussion or those standards and those expectations up front and revisited it to make sure or let's say, you know, someone makes a mistake, what type of training did you have for them? Like, what did you learn about you and your operation? Were you willing to have a really honest conversation with yourself Um, or, you know, are you just gonna continue to be a victim because those problems will continue happening and over and over again, as your team continues either to have the same problems or evolve or grow. And um, those are things that, those were probably the biggest lessons that I learned. So in essence, Here's, a, here's something that if anybody um, wants to learn how to build a team and grow a team and be successful is it all <laughs> it all falls on you. You got to take personal responsibility as a team leader and uh, then your business can definitely grow. So that was a big mistake for many years. I was stuck because I didn't know that and mm-hmm. uh, just fell into the same rat race. But now, you know, we've learned a lot. Personal development has really helped us because uh, once you start running a team and it's no longer about you going to the listing appointment, but yet you're taking on the responsibility of helping other people's careers and building an infrastructure where there's a true organization, you start looking at things differently because it's not necessarily about just going to get the listing and getting that win. It's about coaching agents to be super successful and having the support staff to support them. And then they're supporting a vision is everything aligned with that vision and that mission.
0: Right? Yeah, you almost have to set your ego aside. And forget vulnerable one, I love that you you have to really look at yourself and then know that it's not all about you anymore. It's it's about those agents.
1: Yeah. You know, we have a really great awesome. We have a really great um, chief COO. He just got promoted. Um, He's a, you know, ops guy by heart, data integrity. Um, And I've had to coach him up on the people aspect, right? Because the people still matter because they make up our teams and it's what really is the heartbeat of our culture. Um, But we also have learned the fine line of principles like an integrity. And if we let the principles and the standards, you know, run the business, then we can stay within integrity. And we know that, hey, although we might love you and like you, If this isn't within principle, then, you know, it's not aligned with what the team believes in. Before I used to run it opposite. I let the relationship run the business and the standards and the principles were hard to implement because we never led that way. We only led with, you know, heart and flying by the seat of our pants. And just because we love people. Well, now that I have someone on my team that helps protect the business from a, from an from a ops side of things and making sure we're really, really buttoned up. And again, what we've learned along the way, it's easier to run it because we go back to the principle.
0: Love it, love it. Yeah. yeah. Having your core values and your principles in place is super important. Where We've gotten into the challenges where we haven't hired to the core values or follow our principles. Um, that's where you fall down. So you, um, as you grow out this organization, Um, How do you hold your agents accountable?
1: Oh, gosh. So we, um, you know, I I, want to say that for anyone listening, we don't have it all figured out. We make mistakes still to this day. Uh, We're always on this journey of, you know, poking holes and what can be better or what's the next iteration of the team. Um, And, you know, we've kind of found this place of accountability that is, I would consider healthy Um, and a lot of times people fear to hold people accountable when my coach teaches us that accountability is the highest form of love. So 830 in the morning, we're on a morning huddle, Monday through Friday. Um, my agents have success coaches that they have to check in with every week, and they are doing reports on you know, their activities. Uh, they are now prescribing certain classes if for some reason someone is maybe not having Uh, success in one area of their business. Um, And at this point, every month, we're evaluating the bottom 20% of our business and also the top 20% to see what's the next roadmap for them. And then the bottom is like, hey, listen, are uh, are they upholding the standards? If they're not, maybe do we need to give them a little bit more coaching or do we need to have that conversation that this isn't working out? Um, and again, it goes back to the standards and the principles. So it's like, Hey, you, you're not having the success that you need, that you're expecting, but you don't show up to role-playing or you don't show up to the morning huddles. You don't have your video on your database and follow-up boss. Isn't, you know, up, up to the standards. What can we help you with? You know, you're not plugged in. Um, you know, what, what is, and it's not coming from a place of you're not doing, it's more like, how can we support you? this is what we expect. This is what you committed to, but yet your actions, how would I know if these are the actions that we're seeing? Because everything is through the integrity of the system, which is again, our follow-up boss. And, and we really live and breathe that. And that's where your performance shows up at. And then also the performance is going to show up in your monetary results too. Um, if we see that a person is writing contracts and it's you know a, a lot of cancellations or it's not sticking, then we know that person might just need support on the activity of negotiation. So we need to get that person the support because they're putting the people, to, they're putting the pen to the paper. Yeah, just, they're not able to execute on that. Like, are they leveraging the team credibility? Are they leveraging our inside valuations team to make sure that they're, you know, writing strong offers, etc.? Uh, so yeah. we just continue to find ways to support our agents, give them a place where they can feel like they have support. And they're not alone, but the accountability goes back to, are you taking advantage of all the things that we offer so that we can make sure you have the maximum success on this team? And if you're not, then it's time to have a big boy, big girl conversation. And it's Mm -hmm. coming from a place of love because we want to pour into people who want to be a part of this and who want to be super successful. If you don't want the accountability, if you don't have, let's say you're not in the right place to be you know, I would say held accountable to that degree. We have a program for that, and we would love to share that with you. And we would love to give you the flexibility that you need. But if you want to be on the Figueroa team, home base, fig team, opportunity leads, conversion, relationship, and personal development plan, this is what's expected. If you want the freedom plan of, You know, like, I just do what I want. We got a plan for that, too, because we believe that everybody should be able to do this the way they want to. But our particular plan, like the one where you're going to get the golden money phone connects and the opportunities where my ISAs are handling you, handing you over ready, willing, and able appointments. And, you know, you're going to get personalized coaching at a high level. Yeah, accountability is expected.
0: Yeah. Do you find, I mean, are there are people that, that they just don't want that accountability, right? They want to go do their, their own thing. That's okay.
1: Yeah. There are a lot of people who, um, you know, uh, find that this, no, 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 no. I got into real estate for freedom. I got into real estate to not be held accountable. And some people will thrive and crush it and they will do so well. And we let them know absolutely. And that works for some people. And we would love to support you no matter what that looks like. You know, you're ready to start your brand. You can fund your business. You can go out there. You have plenty of relationships, you know, marketing, you you're, you're putting yourself out there on a high level. How can we support you? Absolutely. The accountability may look different for them. Maybe accountability for them is just going to lunch once a month with them, or, you know, hopping on a once a month zoom call with them. Um, I think people do want accountability. They just don't you know, they just afraid to fail themselves. Mm. Um, But accountability can look different for different people. And, you know, like I said, our standards and principles on our team call for a more extreme level of accountability because of the accounts that we have and the type of business that we run and the marketing dollars that we spend. Where other agents just say, no, you know, I would just love to be able to pick your brain and maybe you got a playbook you could share with me. And I'm like, absolutely. And then that accountability with that, Rob, might look like, Hey Rob, now that you got the uh, playbook of, for building out, let's say your admin or your ISA team or your CMA team, like how right. would you how would you like for me to hold you accountable? Do I have permission to hold you accountable? You want me to check in with you next month to see what you've been able to implement, or you know, do you just want me to leave you alone? Because what I find is the number one issue with people is that they you know they ask for the help and they get the playbook, but they have a real hard time implementing. Is there anything that I could do to support you?
0: Right. Yeah. Implementation is every, like, that's why there's so much training out there. You can go buy. People are making money doing that because they're selling it, but nobody's absolutely actually implementing it all. Correct. And it's a big challenge. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I had to find my integrator for my business. Yeah. So if you read the book Rocket Fuel, obviously this is a book that, you know, anyone who's running a high ops team, you've got the visionary, i.e. the scatterbrained squirrel with all the great ideas and that the world can, you know, they can conquer the world. Then you need this in, integrator, um, you know, implementer who's like, all right, let me bring you back to earth.
0: And let me let you
1: know, we can't accomplish all of that at one time. Let's pick what's the best idea. Is this really practical? What do we need to put on the back burner? And what are we going to implement today? So a lot of people are that visionary. And they also are the integrator. And in one thing they master, another thing they're like, oh my god, why am I such a bumblebee? I fall into everything. you know. And then there's the anomalies who can do both, right? So I'm not. For a while, I had to be the executor and the visionary. But I was never able to grow as let's say as, as quickly as I could have, because I had to wear more than one hat. Now I have a really good integrator and he holds me accountable right after this, I've got an appointment and then I'm gonna go meet with him. And, you know, it's just like, okay, what are we focusing on that has to be implemented? What can be put on hold?
0: Right. I love that book. And if you don't have the integrator, you're, you're moving more slowly for sure. You yeah, I think it's possible, it's just
1: you're not at ultimate uh, potential.
0: Yeah. You can spin your wheels quite a bit.
1: Yeah. And we, the integrators need the visionaries. You know, they need us to keep people on their toes and be like, we got to pivot. They're like, but that wasn't on the plan. I know, but we got to trust our gut and sometimes you got to pivot and, you know, something happened and now we got to strategize on how to, you know, shift. And, right. you know, I think it's just a great combo to any business.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So thinking about, uh, well, I mean, I love books and I know readers are leaders. Any book that you're reading right now that you're thinking this is a must read for anybody?
1: Uh, No, but I am going to because we're actually uh, um, ordering it and it's called, uh, I believe, Blink, Blink, Blink. blink. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that one is on my radar to actually order this week. My leadership team and I are going to be reading it. Um, just because as we continue to grow, you know, you start having a different set of problems and different type of leadership and things that you got to do that sometimes don't feel good. So I love to read those kind of books. And, and, you know, um, there's another one that was just sent to me that I'm going to order, that is on my list and I'll share this one with you. And this one came from my wealth advisor. He was like, you need to read this. He was like, this is exactly what you guys are all about. Um, and this one is, oh goodness, the conscious leadership, commitments of a con of conscious leadership,
0: commitments of conscious leadership. Yes. I like it.
1: And it's available on audible. So it's perfect.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. So awesome. those are
1: my two right now that are on my list to read that we are ordering. And then we're going to start with our leadership team, reading a couple chapters a week and just coming together and just saying, okay, what, what did we take out of this? And, and what was your big you know takeaways that you feel we could implement in our business.
0: Love it. Great. Thanks for the tip on that book. We'll be picking that up. Yeah. It's sure. great. It's so it's so important to keep, you know, keep the uh, the fires burning, right? So get some some thoughts flowing and and uh we need that fuel for for our businesses.
1: Yeah, we do. We do. It's important. And it's always fun to run yeah. across someone that says, hey, "You should read this book. It would really do
0: good for you guys." And I love that. I'm
1: like, "Okay, perfect. I got to get that on the list."
0: Yeah, definitely. A lot of times I find motivation in books that I'm reading and listening to speakers and people like yourself I've had some tough times here in our market. You know, we're out there beating the bushes. We're looking for listings because we're in a um, a very low inventory market. And I think you said you're in the, the same type of a market right now. How do you stay motivated? How do you, and how do you motivate your team?
1: You know, I tell them this market won't last forever. Um, you know, I let them know that this pain that they're going through is temporary and but what it's what what they will overcome and what how they'll come out on the other side is going to determine what kind of real estate agent they're going to be are they going to be an agent of the future were they able to survive this market by what we teach them and the strategy so for example now I have my listing partners I think I shared this earlier we just paid for some high-level coaching for our listing partners these were partners that you know would come in and say come list me They get the come list me calls. And I said, that's not enough for us. We need to be able to not only service the come list me, since we have a pretty robust, you know, brand and marketing strategies to have people reach out to us. We have to be able to hunt and find inventory where most people don't know where to find it. Circle prospecting, all the things that we need to be doing and know what to say, because the reason that people don't want to pick up the phone and do a little bit of more of the hard prospecting is because oftentimes they don't know what to say. Right. So we I've invested in getting them the best um, live listing coaching. Um, I've selected 10 agents at a time on my team. It's a it's a it's an invite only because I believe they have the skill set and it's inspiring the others to say, what do I need to do to get to that level? Okay, well, you need to bring in two to three more two to three listings to the team before we even pay for that training for you. Well, how do I get listings in this difficult market? Well, let's give you the playbook on at least going to get a simple listing. Who do you know? You, You have a sphere. Let's get you. So it's kind of created this idea of like, well, I want to learn how to hunt because it's been proven that listing agents right now are kind of sitting on the on the ivory tower or in the throne. So how do I get that? Well, then you got to go out there and do at least what some of these agents have done and just work their sphere. Because you mean to tell me you don't know anyone that's thinking of buying or selling a house? So or here's the pawn. Start dialing. Would you rather take the ignorance of you not knowing what to say and and helping you with the script because you've got the team credibility and you've got the team scripts. Now that's exciting because it's helping our agents realize that if they wanna last in this business, they need to learn other skill set. They need to be able to get better at their craft. So what we're doing today to stay motivated is pushing ourselves even more, not sitting around waiting for this market to determine our success or our economy, our actions will determine our economy our actions and are going to determine how successful we are. It's like, I tell my agents, you can sit here and wallow and worry, or you could take action and action will get you the results you need. Okay. If you're doing the things that we coach you to do, you know, now's the time to go heavy on social media, heavy on video, heavy on video, identifying and growing, you know, like getting peaking people's interest as to why, you know, they should consider a move. You know, if you live in Orlando, what are some of the up and coming neighborhoods that people are moving up to? So this way they can free up their current living situation and, you know, decide to sell. So one of the things that we are doing is um, this is I haven't announced this yet. Um, We've been working on uh, our brand. Does our brand match the market? So, you know, for a long time, we were the Figueroa team and we've the Figueroa team brokered by Veronica Figueroa. I mean, powered by Veronica Figueroa when I was at Remax and all that, but that worked in my little sub market that was a three, two, eight zip code, right? The little zip code that I lived in that everybody knew me. But as my goal started growing and I start recruiting and I start having a team that's massive, I've got to pivot. So we're constantly pivoting our business to stay motivated and giving our agents something to work towards, letting them know we're building something. We're not gonna stay stagnant. So Fig team, Figueroa team just rebranded. We dropped the Figueroa. it's Fig team, which is what most people know us by anyways, powered by Veronica Figueroa. So it means I'm pushing this brand, but we're entering into into other markets. Why Mm -hmm. are we entering into other markets? Because we're gonna find other Fig team leaders because we've now dropped the acronym and now it's Florida is growing. So now we're going to be the one starting the show and say, Hain City is growing. A lot of you guys are thinking about Orlando, Florida, but we're going to show you some of these little sub markets that are right outside of Orlando because Florida is growing. And we're committed to showing you the areas that Florida is growing in because you might be ready to move. You might be ready to build. You might be ready mm-hmm. to you know, start a move up into a community that was you know, maybe a second home for you. So we are focused on always reinventing. And all I do is spend my time thinking, how do I create more opportunities for the team for growth? And I lead by example and I show that to my team. So I expect them to stay motivated and challenged and go out there and be an extension of this vision.
0: That's awesome. That's exciting. I'm I'm fired up for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we just love what we
1: do. So how, uh, how important is brand? extremely important. I mean, and and I don't care if your brand is your name, if your brand is your home team that people know, like right now agents should be going hard on their brand. But I think the number one issue that they have Rob is they just don't understand what that means.
0: Mm-hmm. You no, know,
1: your brand is your reputation. Your brand is what people can say about you when you're not around. Your brand isn't a logo. Your brand is you know, what you represent, what your values are, what type of experience people are going to Believe they're going to get for you. Why are people waiting, willing to wait two to three days to talk to me? Because they feel like they understand the value that they'll get, so they'll respect if I say, "Hey, I'm a, you know, I'm out of the office, but I, you could talk to my partner. They're like, "No, I'll wait for you on Monday." Like, you know, and 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 I love to like sometimes that happens, and it's because of the brand and the reputation that you put out there. Um, and more than ever now, people who have a strong brand, so that's why some agents in some markets who farm and who are just diehard in that community are going to do well, they're gonna thrive so long as they keep on double downing on their brand, brand how they are seen on social media, how they're seen on the marketing materials, how their listings look, how they're everything, and, and ultimately how the public gets, feels that they connect with you is part of your brand. I always tell agents, um, I have an acronym called rare you know it's it, it, it's reputation which equals brand it's attraction how are you attracting buyers and sellers and agents to join you um, It's retention once you have them how do you keep them to send you more business and referrals that's that post post closing experience and making sure they're part of your client post you know communication process and if you're an agent or a leader looking to recruit what's you know how are you retaining people how are you loving on them once they're with you because retention is a huge issue and then most importantly what's the experience that you give them you know are you above average experience are you just transactional is it relational so like i always tell people dare to be rare with your brand but ultimately it's the reputation that you've put out there people know what to expect from you
0: dare to be rare and what do you see? What's the biggest mistake that you see agents making both team members and, you know, agents who've been doing it for a while.
1: Um, I have to say that, um, you know, the, the agents that I can personally see in my ecosystem that come into my world, you know, is they give up too soon. Mm. The biggest mistake is that they give up too soon. They have this perception that, you know, there's a three month or a six month window and they're just about to crack the code and they give up. And the other mistake that I see agents that those who had really great success coming out the gate swinging, because Mm -hmm. let's say they just had that ignorance on fire, right? They're like doing everything you tell them to do. And then once they get that rhythm, Again, they give up too soon, or they think it's time to start coasting, and they forget that it was that action, that that consistency, that relentless just drive, was what got them in the first place. And then they start questioning, oh, "I was on such a good run, and now, like, I don't know what happened." Well, I can tell you what happened: you stopped doing all the things that got
0: you here. Right, right.
1: So it, surprise, it's surprise. yeah, and it's the same thing. It's a pattern for agents. It's a pattern for anyone who joins let's say a company of like, oh, you know, like you start calling everyone, you're excited about your, and then you're like, oh, I got rejected once. So I'm going to stop calling, you know, same thing. You got hung up by a fizzbo, you got hung up. So you're going to stop. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like another good book is go for the no. If you read that book, it'll yeah. fire you. Obviously it's such a short read and so easy where it's like, you know, I need to get a hundred no's today. And then, you know, you just keep on getting yeses because you get better at your craft. And you're like, well, I'm not quitting because I got to still get a hundred no's. Well, next thing you know, you're just running this massive business because you're staying within principle to say, really gonna make my calls even if I get hung up on. And even if I get a yes, I'm not gonna stop when I get that yes because I committed to the no.
0: Yeah. So I I mean, I love hearing about somebody that likes phones. I've built my business on expireds and, and the phone. Um, and some agents don't like the phone. They just they don't want to pick it up, and they're leaning towards um, social media contacts and that type of thing. I mean, what what's your uh, what's your feeling about that?
1: Man, I'm old school. I'm old school, but I'm new new age too, right? So no. I get it. You know, there's nothing better than that lead coming into you and your referral and someone who you know was handed over to you, right? Um, I think still those are opportunities that are just what I call icing on the cake the 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 the, the laydowns right the ones that we all dream of that the real estate god send us right. um, but the reality is, is that's not enough if you don't like calling people that you don't know call the people that you do know some people some of you won't even call the people that you do know <laughs>
0: right. so
1: i mean it's like i don't care who you call just call somebody you know, call your past clients, call your network, call an organization that you love and call somebody. Some agents won't even call people that they know. They won't even go on social media and post to their small little group. Let's say they only have in their eyes, a hundred people on Facebook or uh, not a big following. Like that's a hundred people that, you know, like, do videos, give them updates, let them know that you're on this journey of growth and you'd love for them to be a part of it, that, the, you know, their referrals matter and but earn the opportunity to earn their business by bringing them value. Um, I am a very, very blessed pers- team leader. I will admit it, but we have worked hard, Rob. We have gotten our teeth kicked in to be at the position that we're in from, you know, conversion from the days of REOs, from the days of, you know, losing it all to traditional marketing, to farming, to, you know, uh, 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 calling on Vulcan seven, getting hung up on paying for the business. So I have plenty of leads that I expect people to call through. I have I make the investments in my ISAs and they have X amount of expectations, but I do it myself. I'm constantly recruiting. I'm constantly prospecting. I'm constantly creating more opportunities for my team to show them that if I don't pick up the phone and if I don't nurture relationships, opportunities won't be there for them. So I want to lead by example. So the phone is super important. I do most of my prospecting during the weekend or when people are more relaxed and I'm like, Hey, I'm just checking in on you. And you know, this isn't a recruiting tactic. This is just more like, how are things? How's your business? Is there anything I can do to help you? You know, it's, it's, I feel like my form of prospecting, same thing, I do the shows, I do certain things, continues to put me out there. It's what I try to tell my agents. That's where you add in that warm connection where the conversation doesn't feel so cold, right? It's that you don't wanna call people that you feel are selling you something, that you feel, you don't want them to think that you're selling them something. But when you build a relationship enough with people that if you do call, they're like excited to hear what you have to say, it's a whole different conversation so it's a mindset shift for the agents well, awesome.
0: all right well i know you've got a lot going on so uh we should probably wrap this up we, we went to so many great places i took a, I took a bunch of notes ah! um i i just like a couple of dare to, dare to be rare i love that um, old school with the new age mentality activity determines success yeah
1: i mean my action will determine my economy not the economy won't determine my success i love that oh it's just you know like all right so we're going through some stuff let's 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 get going let's get scrappy let's go do what we do best and create our own opportunities by taking action
0: awesome well this has been this has been fantastic and i know everybody that listens to this is going to get a lot out of this and they'll probably watch it over and over again snippets out um you are a you are an awesome leader Vulnerable uh-huh. like, vulnerability, I think is really important. And you started right off with like, here are the mistakes that um, that we've made. And uh, we appreciate that because that's being real. So I can see that your whole team has an authentic leader. Uh, that's, that's looking out there for them and trying to build their lives. And so we appreciate you taking some time out. Thank you very much.
1: Well, thank you for having me. And I'm always happy to help. If there's anything that I can offer to help your community, just know I'm just a phone call away.
0: Thank you. We'll have to get you up here to Maine so you can in the summertime when it's- fr- Yes, summer. It's
1: not I'm not a big fan of the cold.
0: Yeah, there you uh, go. Really sure. it's right in July. So thanks so much, Veronica. Really appreciate it. Where can people look you up?
1: So if you go to IG, um, that would be great. Uh, Veronica Figueroa Inspires um is my handle and uh i'm really really good at returning dms and you know just communicating so yeah hit me up there
0: that's awesome excellent well all right everybody we've had an awesome uh interview here really appreciate your time veronica uh definitely go check her out um she's got some great videos out there uh if you want to look at more of real estate life we're on facebook real estate life with rob edgerly and we're also on instagram and again have a great week everybody. Remember, it's not just where you live, it's how you live. Have a great day.
1: Bye-bye.